Hi everybody and welcome to Late Night Love with James Dean Littlejohn. Oh shit, sorry guys, wrong show, wrong show, wrong show, wrong show. <laughs> welcome to the Gentleman's Talk. Welcome back everybody. I'm here on Reflection Sunday, my favourite time. Although I have literally kicked the ass absolutely out of... Um, doing podcasts even my mate said to me this morning two podcasts two in a row kiss 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 you know absolutely amazing i've enjoyed it actually and it, it doesn't leave me a lot to reflect on though that's the only downside so let me turn that down i've got some proper funky jazz going on i just basically said i want podcast background music today that is what i want that is what i got that's what we're listening to that is playing on in the background yeah so um, not really much to reflect on. I've given you some good stuff, um, and I want you to reflect along with me. So I don't want to just keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Um, but at the same time, the first thing I want to really do is is offer a success story to when you change your mindset, when you actually make an effort, um, the good that comes out of that. Um, so literally yesterday I spoke to my friend, uh, he said to me, um, do you fancy going for a game of golf? Bearing in mind it's minus five, and yes, I know there could be people out there in the fucking depths of Alaska, which I really do hope, um, get me a house out there, um, but second of all, yeah, you're probably thinking minus five's fuck all, but it is pretty chilly over here at minus five, but we were committed, we were going to say, we said, you know, should we go, should we go play um, golf? And we went to play golf. And um, to be honest, it, I don't think it was really about the golf. I think it was just about us getting into a routine. We're com almost coming out of hibernation. The, the you know, the lights, uh, everything's getting lighter earlier. Um, I can already feel the positivity coming when you get up in the morning and it's not dark as fuck till like nine o'clock in the morning. Um, I hate it. I really do hate it. Um, so... It was kind of, I think, a, a little bit of, of that to get us together. Well, then we said we'd go and play a bit of golf and we'd have a um, a spoon's breakfast afterwards. And, um, yeah, success story. Success story. I, I woke up in the morning. It was fucking freezing uh, this morning. and um, But I went to play golf. I was like, no, fuck it. And even when I drove there, I was like, I'm bitter. I was almost thinking of excuses. I was sat in a car park thinking he was not turning up. He was in another car park. So then we finally got back together and, you know, met in the right car park. Um, and then I got out and we were very much like, oh, yeah, fucking out's a bit fucking tough, you know, kicking, doing the old tyre kicking thing, like as if to say, don't really want to do this. It's fucking cold, mate. I don't really, I don't know why I'm talking on that accent, but um, I went there. Um, so it's very much like that. It's very much like fucking, you know, we were, it was, you, you look for the excuses. You're like, fuck, it's cold. Um, I'm not really in the mood for this. So we just go straight to Spoons, have a breakfast, talk some bollocks. But no, it wasn't about that as well. It was also about getting out, exercising, breathing in the fresh air. The stuff that I absolutely wait for it. Beat the drum about, beat the drum about. It is about that mindfulness. It's about meditation. It's about getting amongst nature, breathing in fresh air. That is what helps us. You know, so many people in the city are miserable because of the they don't get fresh air. When you go to the countryside, it's an amazing feeling. When you go to the sea, you're bollocks the night during the night because you've had real good fresh air in your lungs. It's giving you loads of good stuff. So 
it was also about that. So, you know, we got together and uh, we played some golf and it was hilarious. I instantly, even though, you know, I had two gloves, so I wasn't, you know, I, I had a glove on each hand. I, was, I wasn't doing the Michael Jackson golf thing because I, I wanted to proper keep my hands warm. My mate only had one glove. He did the Michael Jackson move. And, um, you know, he was he was cold. So, But we still managed to get through. And then actually we, we sort of instilled a little bit of competition, which made it feel good. Even though when you, the ball hit the fucking deck, it went fucking flying and then in some spots that had a little bit of sun it's fucking sogged and hit the floor because it was wet it was like you you couldn't predict it but it was fun and you know what we did nine holes um not the nine holes i'm talking about i don't know why i did that but you know anyway um digress james calm down um so it's uh, we did nine holes and um you know we were like we slooked each other should we go for the other nine i was like "Mm, i think we've done quite a bit here baby steps mate we're fucking in the 40s now don't want to do too much don't want to feel this in my back for the next fucking week you know um so uh, plus i really wanted a fucking full english breakfast so um i was like no dude we'll we'll that was really good uh, and we ended on a draw as well which was a really good thing to start with the you know start the year although we don't do it for the comp- the competitive nature with me comes competition so um unfortunately everything i do has competition base if you don't want to compete with me in the end you will because i'll make sure that we do so uh, i like competition it, it's healthy it brings out the worst in me and sometimes it brings out the best in me um you know but inherently i'm a really bad loser so i, I try my hardest but that's the challenge i always do to myself so but that does affect certain people if you're not a competitive person like my friend (laughs) but he has spent 29 years of knowing me knowing that i'm going to come in for a competition and if he beats me where whether we but we he wins fucking 10 in a row once i've won one i'm happy let's fucking move on and that's what we i think we had that once actually during pool once he beat me three games and um I was or two games, sorry, and and I was like, he was like, that's it, two games out of three, and he was like, no, I was like, no, we'll have one more just so I can, because I might win that one, and then it's two one, it's not two nil. Do you see what I mean? That's how competitive I am. So then I can take the shame then because I'm like, at least I've won one, and he looked at me and went, I know it's you, mate. Um, you're gonna have to do this, and he knew then that I was obviously gonna play my fucking hardest. I shut up. I went into full male competitive mode. I shut down. I was silenced, and I was gonna fucking win. Ultimately, I nearly seven balled him, and um, he was like, looked at me and said, "Well, I knew I was gonna fucking lose this, but overall, I've won." I go, "Don't matter, mate." All right, I've won one. That's what matters. <laughs> no, I meant for my own fucking sanity, so I don't lose my shit. Um, so yeah, so you know, it, it's it's you know, Pink says healthy competition is good for you, isn't it? So, but yeah, so then we went back. We had a nice weather spoons. We did um, after the draw and all that sort of stuff. And we walked back. We had a nice weather spoons. Really caught up. Had a full English breakfast. Fucking talking about a load of bollocks and uh, not literally. It was nice to get out. I was actually the thing that most fucking that I thought was the craziest with two things. Um, if you're British. Um, and listening to this, you'll absolutely know when you go to the fucking toilet in Weatherspoons, you might as well walk to the next fucking village. It's that fucking crazy. I mean, I had to go. I said, "Where's the toilet, mate?" He was like, oh, "It's at the fucking back and upstairs." It's not that. It's not just at the back and up the stairs. It's not like that. It's through a restaurant, through a second restaurant, up a full flight of stairs, past the restaurant, and into the toilet on the side, which is like, and then the next one up is the fucking balcony, and you're like, wow, mate, you couldn't get any further away if you fucking tried. So, um, 
Yeah, absolutely. So we, we, we had a good a good hour chat. It was a nice catch-up. And do you know what? What I think the, the basics of this, the reason I'm bringing this up, is not to say, you know, oh, look at me. I, it's not like that at all. But what I mean is um, when you do have that and when you do get that and when you instigate it, like he said to me, let's go and play some golf, I may not have done anything this weekend. And I may have just got to Monday and really been fucking chinned off because I've not seen anybody and had a memory or, you know, created a fucking a new memory and had a bit of fun, you know, and... I think that it was really like important that that you know that he did that and what I got out of that was so much so much positivity to the point where you know I I was it was happy this afternoon I came straight back I I walked the dog for 4 miles so he got a good walk I got another 4 mile walk and you know as well as what I'd done on the golf course and um yeah, I just felt amazing, and then I came back, I had a relaxing afternoon, did a bit of shopping, the normal stuff that you do, but I did it with spirit, I did it with vigour, as they say, you know, because I felt I felt good, because I'd made the effort, I'd got out amongst nature, and I'd spent some time with a very good friend of mine, and we'd sort of managed to put the worlds to rights, and he we didn't even really talk much about family, actually, we just sort of kind of went fucking kids and i don't mean that in the sense i've got to be careful to say that it's like as in we've both we've both got children and i'm like and, and you look at each other and you go fucking kids i've had enough you know i can't and that's literally then you just end up bitching and moaning about how much fucking the kids just want to make you fucking you know literally like walk out the door You're like they're literally crazy mate and um i don't know it's, it's being a parent i suppose and, and it's nice to be able to vent to another dad about similar issues and you're like fucking it's crazy and i remember like my mum and dad themselves being exhausted and you'd be like looking at them and you you've got as a child you've got shit running through your fucking head all the time loads of stuff and you're like you're going crazy testosterone body changing all the good stuff and you're trying to battle all that. Well, we'll find knowledge to, to understand why it's happening. Why is this happening to my fucking balls? Why is this happening to my fucking penis? You know, why does this feel fucking good? You know, you want to learn all these things. So you ask your parents. Your parents look at you and you go, I'm fucking exhausted. I don't really want to deal with this right now, mate. This is fucking crazy. And now you see the, the dad side and you get the, the get the questions that you just think, um, I really, I don't want to believe that you've just asked me that question. This is absolutely fucking ludicrous i don't know what you were thinking and the amount of times i walk into a room and i and i literally look and i'm going you know how have you not set this fucking house alight why are you doing this why are you fucking plugging three extensions it leads into each other and and what are you doing every single fucking day it's it just baffles me anyway before i get on to chuntering about being a fucking dad but it's it's good it was good to talk. It was good to vent. It was, uh, you know, we, we spoke a little bit about the future. And, and, you know, it was almost like we were getting the sunlight. Uh, we were, you know, we were out and about. The fresh air was amongst us. We were chatting. We had a bit of competition. We had some fun. And I'm still smiling about it now. So it's kind of the endorphins, the dopamine, the stuff that I say that we chase all the time. You can get it naturally by just engaging with the people around you. Make the effort. You have to make the effort. All of us have to make the effort. But for me, that's a real success story. That's a real success story. And I said to you, it was only my first podcast of the weekend, Friday, and I wasn't feeling great. And I spoke. Saturday was better. I had an even better podcast. Probably a little bit tipsy last night. Um, but there you go. I was enjoying myself. I was relaxed, listening to music. I was having a good time. And then you get the Sunday, and I just feel 
I feel better because I've done even more than I normally would. And yeah, it's just, it's nice to continue. It gives you something to look forward to, doesn't it? And I think that that gives us, it's often, it's interesting, but as humans, we always looking for purpose. It's almost like, you know, before even the robots have got to the point where they're fully taken over you know we, we a lot of us do feel like what's our purpose what is what are we here to do if i'm here to fucking make money and this is one of the questions that i ask myself all the time when i'm ever whenever i'm feeling low that's the first place i go to and it's it it never ever ceases it, even if i say i won't do that again I will. I will literally, when I feel low, I will instantly go, what's my purpose? What is the point in me being here? Because, and I think that's a natural defense mechanism when you're when you're contemplating your existence. It, it, if you ever get to that place, that's quite a dark place, to be fair. And I, and you know, I don't mean it in a negative sense, or I'm, I'm not trying to scare you in any way, shape or form. But if you're ever questioning what your purpose is, then that's a really deep question and that's when you really should be looking at potentially looking for help maybe that is a sign for you it was for me and I know that is a sign that's a trigger for me um because and that's why I slowed down a bit there just because I really want you to understand that sometimes these signs are really important for us but yeah I ask I, whenever I feel low that's the first question I ask myself the first question I go to is what's my purpose because I and even now even as I say that question to myself it's su it's at such at the forefront of my my mind all the time that it's almost like a driving factor for me now. It's almost like the click of my fingers. If I think like that, I instantly go, well, what is your purpose? If your purpose is to make, you know, get you know deal with compliance james or what that's my role at the moment what's your what's your what's your goal for that do you just want to plod through until you know it's 100 percent? it was never going to be 100 percent. so what are you going to do so you constantly question yourself where where am i going in life when's am i going on holiday am i just going to sit here in these four walls going to work to a, another four walls to come back to another four walls to not be able to do other things it's almost like the little snippet of this weekend has given me the glance that I should have, and it gets us out of these dark occasions, especially during um, sad seasons, as I call it, seasonal affect disorder. I have, it, it, sad season is quite a horrible season for a lot of people, especially your outdoorsy people like myself. I love the sea, I love water, I love the beach, etc. You know, it's a very summery type of um, situation I like. So, you know, and... Um, that's when I get the endorphins and that's when sad season starts becoming, you know, when I get out of the sad season, as I call it, get into that season. I feel a lot better about myself. And I saw a snippet of that this morning, um, which was fantastic because it made me feel amazing. And it sort of underpinned what I need to do. I need to go, right, well, don't just fucking watch these weekends go by. I need to seriously look at planning things because it's the planning, it's the development. And this is where I talk about giving yourself milestones. See, it constantly comes around to the same loops. We talk about the same things all the time because they're so important. Milestones and things to look forward to, holidays, etc., etc. They're all key points in our life like no different to saying you know what i'm going to make a weekend to see my mates okay so this weekend i'm going to give myself something to look forward to you know and uh, we touched on it today actually me, uh, me and kieran we were chatting away and a couple of years ago we went away on a holiday uh, just me and him and we were reflecting on it and we sort of said i think seven days uh, was a little bit too long um that's not nice oh hello 
That's my watch listening to me. They're all listening to me. <laughs> Even he's saying I'm not nice. Fucking hell. Dirty watch. Um, but where have I lost my... I've digressed there, haven't I? So, yeah, we went on holiday. And, um, yeah, we had, a, we had a good time. Seven days was a little bit... We'd never been on holiday. I've known each other for, like, say, 28 years or so, whatever it is now. It's a long time. It's almost the point where you just stop forgetting. You stop, stop talking about the years and you just enjoy them. Um... We'd never been away, never been on a lad's holiday, even though we'd known each other for all this time. We'd never, we didn't really, we just socialised as, you know, as as mates. We don't really, we didn't sort of expand out to other areas and all that sort of stuff. It was um, kind of the way it went. So we said ourselves for our 40th, we would go away and we booked ourselves non-inclusive. And it was a fantastic time. Um, And... Seven days was probably a little bit too long, I think, for for probably both of us. It was getting a little bit tedious. Um, you know, we 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 sort of not tedious. I think it's because we were on a budget. It was out of season as well because that was the time that we were going to look at going because it was you know we it wasn't expense for us. It was out of unusual, but we wanted to get away and, and mark the occasion. And um, yeah, and then we sort of came back and we t- we touched on it today and said we need to get that back. That's something we need to do a lads weekend. And we were talking about you know we'd go across. We'll drive across to Europe or we'll do whatever, and we'll go and have a long weekend just to go and explore his mates and and get out there and amongst us and and obviously gives us something to focus on as friends, gives us something to milestones to look forward to and go. That's going to be this, and a lot of men do that as groups. So probably a lot of you out there listening, you you might have friends that do it with footballers and they go away every you know every sort of you know annually for two weeks or whatever i know a lot of people that you do that and it's really good to keep the core of your friendship going um because it gives you something to look forward to doesn't it so yeah it's it's like i said i i got a lot i got absolutely paramount out of that and the reason the reason i'm i'm talking about that is because that's the importance of making plans and we all need to do that we all need to be involved we all need to make the the decision to activate these events that get us all together otherwise it's just there's no point you know it's it's these are the important markers in life you've got to make the the effort and this is where again i can feed this right back into the only put in what you're getting out you know that's that's what you should be doing you should be given equal amounts so if somebody's booking these things and doing these and you need to make the the next step make the next step take that next step and it gives you things to look forward to this is inherently what helps us in our mental health this is what keeps us focused this is what drives us because we know we all got these little things these little markers birthdays we look at those we look at weddings we look at anniversaries whatever we look at these markers and we we give ourselves milestones so every time we get there well there's no difference to having a milestone occasion for your friendship every year we're going to go away i mean anyone from the from born in the 80s that was you know sort of going through the sort of uh, adolescent ages of watching um stifler and all that sort of stuff if you were watching um you know those sort of films then you'll absolutely understand they were all they all met each other annually they all got together and it was a really big thing because that's what we do we we all we're all consumed by the normal things in life we all have to have jobs to be able to afford to live well you know that does involve hopefully giving yourself the ability to have some sort of disposable income we use that disposable income to try and make memories if we can't make memories because of our budget we find ways to do it for free there is a lot of things we can do for very little money to still make memories such as camping such as whatever but these are important milestones i think for any friendship any we do it for relationships 
And there's no difference for friendships. And there's no difference to having all of that and actually making a really, really important sort of development in our own mental health. Because when you start doing the good stuff, when you start looking after the people that really care about you and the people, stay with the people that make you laugh. You know, the ones that truly make you make you happy. We understand as friends, we'll all go through sad times. Christ, you know, the, I know there's sad times in front of me. I absolutely know that because I'm not stupid. But at the same time, when we've got the right people around us, the people that will make us laugh when we're in our, in our saddest times, they will perk us up or they will cry with us and they will then laugh with us. And whatever those sad times will be. And if you've got the right people around you that give you these milestone markers, that help you with these milestone markers, you will get so much more out of life because the people around you will make you laugh. I remember, and it's dwindled now, and it's such a shame, really, that this 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 activity that we used to do in the 90s, which was we used to go around to each other's houses all the time and we used to have dinner parties and you know, and it's it's very much gone. It's disappeared now. I, I see my parents do it quite often, and it's 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 a nice experience to have those with your friends to have dinner parties and get a bit drunk and and have a good time, and then you know, it's sort of share the love. But you don't see as much of the socialization of that side of things. So it's really important if you find the right people that you enjoy those times with those people. And they are the ones you make memories for. They are the ones that pick you up when you're sad. They're the ones that pick you up when you're sad. Vice versa. They're the ones that really count in life. And we need to make memories with them. Make the effort with them. How many times have we gone weeks and weeks without talking to people? Or we talk to people on a daily basis, but we don't physically see them for a year because we feel like we've made the effort by just at least talking. But that's not a that's not a memory. I won't remember a conversation between you know excuse me uh, between whatsapps because you know you get whatsapps all the time so it's different so we need to look at these types of parameters we need to look at these types of things and make sure that we're engaging properly with the people that count absolutely and, and i think that's imperative that we do that um but yeah there you go um so yeah that was a positive story really a bit of a positive spin um and like i said it's it's acknowledging when you're feeling down and when you're feeling sort of low how you can pick yourself up i know so many people and like i said i've got one of these this odd occasion that i know a friend at the moment who's um or a friend of my friend of my part my wife and um basically she's in a difficult in a difficult situation and i've kind of I've, I've overheard areas of it and the crux of it is is it's the mental health of the man and 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 the the unwillingness to accept that he needs help will hinder that situation and it's very much it's very hard to to tell a to, to tell a guy to go and get help isn't it and it's almost like quite saddening because i'm quite an open and honest person i believe in being open and honest as i can i've spent fucking years doing what the fuck i like and being an, a, a bit of a knob so at the same time i don't want to be that because all it does is 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 it just causes hurt for everybody so i'm try to be as as honest as possible as you can and that you know that's one of those things you know and i think it's it's important it's really important um so yeah anyway uh, before i digress again um it's been so it's been interesting it's been a fantastic fucking week i've enjoyed the podcasts and like i said i've enjoyed helping my friends i've enjoyed talking to my friends and it's, it's getting to that point of actually acknowledging 
like I said, acknowledging when you need help, looking at yourself when you need help, and, and actually actively going and get that help. Because sometimes when your mental health is completely deteriorated and deteriorated, um, and a lot of men just sit there and they still they're still suffering. Like I talk, um, you know, quite openly about my own mental health because I believe in being honest. And and you know, if people people will certainly come at you and they and and if they you know if they knew what was going on in the background, they probably wouldn't do that. Now, if it was justified that they give me a bollocking, then absolutely give me a bollocking. But at the same time, try and understand we all go through different things behind the behind the weeds, you know, in the weeds and 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 at home. You know, we go through different troubles. Everybody has different scenarios, different problems to deal with. And men just don't deal with it very well because we've bottled it up for so long. Even It may even stem for most men that something happened when they were younger. Um, it, it's, it's amazing how, how much boys and men will harbour problems. And mine very much was, like I said, I was bullied horrendously as a child. And, you know, your name's James Dean Littlejohn, um, although... You know, James Dean is fucking. I love it now. I'm an adult, and people say, and it's, your, your last name's fucking Little John, as in Robin Hood. You know, you, I've got. I, I, I was subjected to a lot of fucking bullying. Like I said, it was, it was absolutely horrendous times. Um, and you know, I, you know, I wasn't exactly this fashion fucking guru. So it was a bit of a tough time, and 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 I did. I harbored those for years, and they just they they made me angry and they just that harbored and harbored and harbored i didn't deal with other issues and other issues came along that was exacerbated by me not talking and it got right through to adulthood and then it was just tip the fucking boat over when the ptsd kicked in and that was the trigger point and and, and i know a, a good friend of mine actually and and you know, she talks about her husband and how he struggles. And I go, look, mate, you know, if you need someone to talk to, fucking please send him across because he's bottled up for such a long time now that it's affected him. And so many men are still doing that, even though there's so many people out there trying to remove the stigma. I don't think there's enough people doing it. I mean, even to the point where sometimes I put um, TikToks on that it's just, you know, they're just, and, and I get the world's like this and I don't take it up in, a, in, in any, in a personal context whatsoever. But even when you're trying to promote a bit of positivity, you still get these people that fucking go, you know, they, they troll you and you just think to yourself, mate, you don't realise. And I suppose it's, I'm passionate about it because I've been at the brink. So it's very, very easy for me to sit there and go, you know, ugh or get angry and frustrated with it, because I've been to the point where I've not had something to talk to, I've not been able to talk, I've not had the confidence to talk, and I've get it to the, I've got to the point where, you know, you, you isolate yourself to, to you know, unprecedented amounts, you, you do stupid things, you make silly mistakes, you lock yourself away, you do all of these things, because you're getting to the point where you're just resenting, you know, the world even more and even more, because you haven't just been open and spoken about it and then you start pushing the people away that you can speak to and this is why i'm trying to promote that talking ability because it's really really important to make sure that we try and boost it i you know i'm, I'm just one single person that's beating my tiny little fucking tambourine at the moment but it needs to be more we need more we need more gravitas behind it we need more people to be able to even if it's not a case of and this is where i say all the time it's not even a case of it's not even that talking to a friend is like an easy step, but it's also about the next step. It's about going and getting help for yourself. Recognizing when you actually know, when you actually 
proper dig down deep and sit and talk to yourself and you see yourself and you're you're an angry fucking ball of fat because you've been overeating and you're fucking you know you're blaming the world for everything fucking you're challenging yourself all the time you're angry all the time and you look and go do you know what this feels a little bit out of character mate this I'm, i'm not sure i'm not sure this was the guy that i used to be when did this happen and when you actually start pinpointing it you actually go okay yeah, I've acknowledged something now. What a lot of men do, though, is shake their head and go, nah, not fucking interested that, mate. Crack on. I'm good to throw down. What they don't realise is you've acknowledged it, you've suppressed it, and you've just gone, I'm going to wait for this to come up into just a bigger ball of fire. And it might be one of those, you might get a couple of little balls of fire that just every now and then pop up, and it might be an angry chant at your partner, or it may be a, an angry shout at your children. Maybe it's a bit of road rage, um, and that's where it starts. And then it gets to the point where you know that bubbles away, and it gets to the point where you may you may end up getting into a situation you don't want to be in. And before you know it, you know you you could be arrested and, and on criminal charges. That's how easy if you don't deal with it, or it can get to the other point where you. You know, you're a, you're a flighter and you keep running away from your problems and they just keep bottling up to the point where you just don't want to be here anymore because you haven't dealt with the smallest of issues that maybe you just need to fucking talk about properly and get it out and then have somebody sit there and go, why the fuck are you thinking about this? What can you do about it? and help you professional person sit there and actually talk to you when you get that help and they put the coping mechanism and everything in place it's not going to change overnight i started my journey proper journey where i actually looked at my life and went i'm fucking 40 i'm i don't know what i want to be i don't know where i want to be i'm not fucking happy i went from being literally 38 to 40 was a fucking write-off for me i couldn't tell you what i'd done i just fucking hated life i hated what i was doing hated who i was i hated where i was i didn't know where i wanted to be i didn't know what i wanted to be i just went i'm gonna fucking learn and like i said i learned a load of fucking crap i learned how to be a dog groomer a fucking dog psychiatrist a physician sorry i learned all the basics about fucking dog to try and run a dog business and i started a dog business within fucking two hours i had people contacting me because i had all these qualifications never came anywhere because that was what I was doing. I was scrambling for something. And because I'm very, very thorough and very sort of quick, I suppose, at, at understanding these things, I kept pushing and pushing myself. And I would start this business. I'd help with this. I'd do that and whatever. I'd drive myself almost insane. And those are the things where you just go a bit nuts and it's a bit crazy and i didn't like who that was and like i said i only really started my journey last year where i started my podcast that was my signature move that was get the fuck out of here james start talking about it start trying to help people and also help yourself but that's the priority of this this is why i've sat here for hours talking to a fucking microphone and an iphone um i'd love it to get bigger i really would and that's another aspiration i do want one of those um those mic um, booms and stands and i want to connect it up I'm, these are all i've got all these ideas and they will all come to fruition because i get what i want normally but it just you know what it's like it takes a bit of time you've got to save up for these things and um, do it properly because you don't want to buy cheap because buying cheap buy twice um so you've got to look at these things but these this is where i want to take it because i enjoy this i enjoy my space i'd love to get a camera up in here as well so you can see the space where i relax chill out and just you know um as you can tell just chill literally relax so 
yeah, it's it's like I say, it's taken me a year to get to this point, and I've had a rocky up and downer. Um, but I've helped, I, it, even to the point where I, I've processed a lot of the problems. And the more I talk about these problems, the more I bring them up and and I process them, and the more I talk, I'm also I'm giving myself free therapy because I'm talking to you, and I'm I'm telling you what's going on in my fucking crazy world of a mind, and showing you that it's okay it's okay to not be okay it really is and but you've got to make these key points you've got to you've got to instill the right things because it's never going to help itself it's never going to get better it's not like a plaster it's not like a cut where you can just fucking keep putting a plaster on it until your body self heals it doesn't work like that mental health you have to actively want to do make a difference you want to change the path you're on you have to actively do it nobody can and I've said this to to numerous friends of mine actually, where I've turned around to them and they've and I, and I, I'll always reflect back to a very very good friend of mine, and you know I mentioned him because I'm not mentioned him in a long time, but he does always crop up in my mind, and that's Nevs, you know, he's a very good friend of mine, and you know I do I always worry about him because I've always said to him that you, you're never going to heal and you're never going to get the energy and commitment you want in to go forward until you you deal with your demons and i said that and it's very difficult we we clashed because i've got a very strong personality and so is he but it's often he who can shout loudest and um unfortunately you know i'm I shout the loudest obviously but it's a horrible fucking thing i hate it. I, I do hate it but my my last segment to him was i want you to get help mate i really want you to and we haven't spoke or sp i think we've seen each other for a year over a year now because uh, it was just before christmas um so i think it's about a year Year. it would have been yeah because it was it was his wedding um so it would have been a, a year so um and that saddens me when we get to that point because and i genuinely believe that's because he's not going to help himself so he looks at life in a very frustrating way and i know that he can do a lot better and the problem is the older you get the more stubborn you get the harder it is to for you to get out of the the get off the path you're on because you just get to the point where you say fuck it i've been on it now for 50 years i can't be asked to change paths you've got to make that conscious decision and i've always said that i've always said along the along the road you you can't make that change until you want to do it you are the you are the guy you're the you're the number one that wants to make the next step it's no one else if someone comes up to me and i say nevs nevs for instance came up to me now and, I, and i'll use them as a, an example came up to me and said i've had i don't know my, my six sessions of therapy they've highlighted this i love it brilliant but i need a little bit of help or whatever i need someone to talk to i'd be like yeah mate because you're actively doing something about it you're seeing a professional psychiatrist they may they'll give you a they'll instill coping mechanisms not ones that you read off the fucking internet they'll actually talk to you as a human being and divulge and pull out all the shit that you need to be pulled out and processed you can't do that until you physically get the help to do it. And there's so many people, which frustrates me because, you know, I, I currently at the moment pay for my own therapist. So once a month, because I need to, I have to, because I was getting fucking crazy. I really was. And I'm trying to balance it out. And I've done that twice. Um, and it's not even expensive. This is the, the point is people will go out and they'll spend a fortune on, um, I don't know, clothes and fucking trainers and um you know fucking whatever they want to go and spend the money on games xbox fucking games whatever but they'll never spend money on actually sorting their fucking mind out there's a couple of things i did a couple of years ago and that was 
you know, I invested in my mind, so I supported myself, and and you know, not sorry, that was a year ago. Sorry, sorry, a year ago, not a couple of years ago. I invested in my mind. I invested in my surroundings. I went and bought a fucking very very nice modern fucking bed that literally it's like sleeping on a fucking cloud it's the best thing it, it was an investment yet i that was something that people frustrate me with they don't invest in their beds they invest in their sofa well where do you rest and recuperate your bed excuse me i've been talking there you go 35 minutes um I invested in that and I invested in my mind and that's what I've done this year I've invested in my process and actually making an effort to move things forward because I wanted to make the change you've got to want to make the fucking change you can sit there all you want and pick your bum off and fucking crack on with it and hope that it's going to come around the corner and hope it gets better hopefully I'll be able to pay that debt off or hopefully that'll just go away it won't go away and not until you address it it's going to sit there and hang like a fucking cloud over your head until you process it move the fuck forward and deal with it when you do that and you actually make a conscious effort to make get off the fucking gravelly shit rocky path that you're you know off that's off the beaten track and get back on the fucking motorway freeway whatever you want to call it uh dual carriageway any speciality fucking autobahn whatever you're listening from get back on that and start enjoying the cruise put it in cruise control and enjoy yourself that's the right path but you've got to make that fucking decision I, I talk about it all the time. If you're in a poor relationship, you know you don't want to be in that relationship, then fucking get out of it. If you do want to be in a relationship, but your fucking head's pounding and banging, you don't know what's going on, get some fucking aid. Get, go and see a fucking psychiatrist. Pay, invest in your mind, you fucking moron. Invest in yourself. You don't heal by taking drugs. You don't heal by drinking alcohol. You, you heal by speaking about things, processing things, moving on from things, understanding whether you're in a toxic friendship, toxic relationship, toxic organisation. You might be in any one of those toxic areas that just don't fit your personality. So get out of it. Stop being unhappy. You might be in a good organisation with poor leadership. The leadership's crippling you. I've been there many, many fucking times. Trust me. And I've endured it. And all it did was bring me stress and depression by dealing with it. Instead of getting the fuck out, and when I got out and away from poor leadership, I did find more poor leadership. But at the same time, I found a path that gave me my own leadership. And I worked fucking hard for an organisation that presented that they cared for me. So they presented that on face value anyway. Um, so I've yet to find out. We make those changes. I've made those changes. I got off that rocky path and I went, I'm going to do this. And that was, you know, getting back with in the family environment. Then it was build a man cave so I can fucking have my own private space. I need that space. House full of fucking four girls is just absolutely terrifying. And I needed a place to think, work and, and just chill, you know, just chill. Um, and these are all steps I've taken to get off the rocky path to make myself better. And that was gripping my finances in 2023. That was 2022. Starting my podcast and really enjoying the process. Starting my TikTok to try and help people. It's it's just to show people you can do it. Talk about it. Get the fuck out there, you know. And I want to talk a bit more about it. Um, it's a difficult, it's a fine line with how much you talk about on social media to what I talk about on a podcast. Podcast is where I direct people because I like talking like this. It's a natural feeling for me. I'm not constrained by time. I'm just constrained by my mind. So... Yeah, and I've come a long way, but I've made those milestones. I've made those those um, those 
those changes. And that's what frustrates me. It really does fucking frustrate me when I know people that they can acknowledge. We're all pretty, um, you know, we're all pretty switched on enough to understand that what is bad nowadays we've got enough social media we've got enough news we've got enough fucking internet to 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 know what's bad and to know what's good we know what is there to help us but you've got to make want to make that conscious decision to to fucking make the change if it's hurting you or it's hurting someone else make the fucking change it's important that you acknowledge that. It's important that you, and this is where all of this involves around, all of it revolves around, if you like, and I said that twice, is it's bringing together happiness. It's like, for instance, I don't, I never like moving friends aside and, and stop engaging with people. I only do because I want the same out of what I put in. And that's why, you know, I, I mention Nevs because it is, it, it's these little things, is, it, it sits on my mind because I want him to get better help. I want him to help himself. I want him to invest in himself. And I talk about all of my friends, you know, absolutely. You know, Nelly's another one, really good friend of mine. And, and I'll mention him because we spoke and, and he went and got help. And I, you know, he, I want him to carry on. I do constantly think about him. And I think that's really, really important that you, when you acknowledge you need help is get the fucking help invest in your in just invest in yourself to give yourself a better future because nobody wants to spend day after day after day being miserable do they what the fuck have i got to look forward to there is ways out of absolutely everything and i'm not saying that any that no easy path is worth taking you if the, if the the road to success is always going to be rocky it's always going to, you need to just keep jumping around to find the less rocky one, the one that's smoothest. Like I said, if you can get yourself on an autobahn straight to fucking success, you're a winner. But we, we have to work a little bit to get off that track to success. And I think that's so important. Even if it's at the point where you're at success. So when I'm at success, what do I do? I pull people forward for more success. Hence the reason why I've got a very good friend of mine, my best friend, Kieran, and I've got him through a lot of success. I've helped him, chucked him in at the deep end, but he's succeeded. I've proven he can do it. And he will keep... In, he, that's a success story for me because I've helped him and that's where I've got here, but you're coming with me. And I'll do that with anybody. When I'm at the top, I want to be surrounded by very good people. And I don't mean the top as in, you know, I'm going to be fucking president or anything like that. I'm not that fucking arrogant. But I mean, at the top of where I feel happy, where I feel comfortable in doing what I'm doing and I feel I'm in a comfortable location, I will absolutely make the effort to make sure that everyone around me is happy. So it's really, really important. Really, really important that we do that. So that's a bit of a life lesson for me today i suppose a bit of a reflection on life lesson of making the effort making sure that you you don't sit there you, you can't feel sad you know when you've got people around you that want to see you but you need to instigate it. you need to arrange the event think of the budget think of the what is affordable for those people it doesn't have to be expensive it can just be a day out doing whatever like i said this morning was a seven pound breakfast and a couple of quid in fuel um i didn't need to go for the breakfast but well <laughs> who doesn't go for a full english come on please um but we made the effort and it it, it 
boosts us. And straight away when we were walking around, we were like, right, February, when we get paid in a couple of weeks, we're going to have a, a night in the clock and balls, my home fucking bar. So it's, you know, it's, it's it, these are all successes. Then you start planning because you're out enjoying life. And you realise we've got out of this fucking slump of dark nights and dark mornings, just fucking, you know, every, every night's dark, you dickhead, James. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Dark evenings and dark early mornings. So we just, it's dark, all right? Fuck, it's dark. <laughs> when you go in the office and you're in an office all day with fake light and you go outside and it's fucking dark that's what i mean we're getting out of that stage where we're starting to get back into the swing of proper life you know as i call it i fucking hate sad season um but yeah you start looking forward to it that's where but you need to make that move and that's what today is about it's the reflection hour i suppose is make the move Make the happiness. The happiness will be come to you, and the even if it's a six month plan, and you go fuck, I'm going to do. And do, you, do I want to go and see a comedy show. Or I'm going to go here and do that, and whatever it may be, fucking super bikes, whatever. And these are stuff I'm spitting through my head, thinking I'm going to try and organise because um, I'm an I'm an organiser. I love it. Um, so yeah, do them. Okay, make make the change, make make the difference. That's what we're going to talk about. All right, make make the arrangements. That's what we'll call it. Make the arrangements. All right, make. I don't even know why I've gone fucking country on me. Um, all sorts of crazy shit going from my head tonight. But thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the reflection hour. Don't forget to please like comment or fucking and share cascade this shit out uh let's get talking let's get let's get rambunctious for 2023 i want to push us out a little bit more so i can get a little bit more inside i really what i want to do is i really do want to get to a point where i can patron this out and hopefully invest in this because i'd like a little home setup it'd be fucking incredible to have a little home setup to do this because i fucking thoroughly enjoy it and i like being on um, I like being on the, the, the that side of things. I want to talk about all sorts as well. It's fucking crazy. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping to get there. So share it, all right, people? Share my shit, man. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for listening. I, I'm a bit fucking crazy. I think it's just that smile. It makes me smile. I've had a good day. And that's the importance of having a good day, isn't it? You know, and, and sharing the success story, sharing the downtimes. But here we are now, um, sat in the clock and balls. I'm drinking um, green goodness. Uh, the juice company, which is apple, pear, cucumber, matcha, and vitamins in it. I mean, that's unusual. Normally, it's fucking gin o'clock, but I've decided to go for something a little bit healthier because that's the road to success, as they say. Uh, plus, I need to lose a bit of weight because I'm going to Burns Night next Thursday. Um, Scottish Burns Night uh, with my dad. I went last year. I fucking loved it. And this year, I'm going with a special bow tie. i uh, just got to buy a cummerbund tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. Anyway... I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you're okay. I hope you enjoy the week ahead or the rest of the day, evening. Depends on when you've listened to this. I'm hoping you're having a smashing one. Stay positive. Spread the vibrancy. Spread the love. Um, and just, if you need help, go get fucking help. Promise me, please. Take care.